0: Hi everybody, thank you for tuning in to episode 5 of Unshackled Liberty. This is Q, the abolitionist, and I'm excited about today's show. Today is March 2nd, 2020, and we had an opportunity to talk to Car Campit from Friends Against Government podcast. It was an amazing conversation. I want to be clear about something, though, before we jump in. This is not financial advice. We're talking about cryptocurrency. We're learning about some things, just some dudes talking. If you can take what you learned today and make a little bit of money, good for you. But that's not why we're doing this. We're just we're just learning about this new concept of cryptocurrency, and uh, I sure hope you enjoy the show. Have a nice day. Thanks again for um, kind of throwing us a bone and coming on here and talking about this topic. And I sent you guys some some questions of of what I what I wanted to hit on with this show, and really this cryptocurrency stuff. Um, for me, is man, I'm, 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 I want to know more about it, and uh, so I'm hoping, and I think there's a lot of people like me out there. Like, there's things about that about cryptocurrency in general that I think is awesome, and there's things that I just don't know enough about to feel good about. So, um, if you don't mind, we'll just dive right in. Is that cool? Yeah,
1: let's let's do it.
0: Yeah, right that's good. So, um, the first question I have, and I'm just gonna what I'm gonna do, so I'll throw a question out there, and then I'm gonna mute my mic, and I'm gonna let you guys geek out to it. Is that okay?
1: So yeah, that works for me. <laughs> all
0: right. So uh, the first one, what is it? What is cryptocurrency? I know, I know what it is. I know it's a digital asset, you know, and all that stuff. But really, at its at its foundation, what is cryptocurrency? And I'm just going to back out and let you guys go to work.
1: Uh, okay. Well, I'll I'll just hop in. Um, I, cryptocurrency. Well, digital. Money has been a, a, an attempt, um, it's been in pursuit for um, several decades uh, at yep. this point. There, there, were, there were several attempts um, and it's, it's, it's largely been led by uh, the core group of people who are referred to as cypherpunks, um, but it's, it's people who are more or less led by, by libertarian principles um, in, in an attempt to remove, uh, to separate state and money. Um, and that's always really been the core goal uh, of that group. I mean, there, there's there's other side quests as well, but that that's really it is removing removing that. So, um, they there, there are a number of uh, uh, discoveries or inventions uh, along the way that have facilitated that in various ways that they've been plugged together. Um, but probably one of the bigger ones was uh, public and private key cryptography that was. Uh, essentially d- discovered uh, I think by Witt Diffie uh, and maybe a few others in the early seventies. Uh, and then obviously yeah, the, the internet, yeah. what's that?
2: Yeah. The, the peer to peer.
1: Yeah. Well uh, yeah. Yeah. And the things that allow it like, yeah, like that, uh, the uh, public private key. Um, but then yeah, like the internet protocol, um, the, uh, the, the advance of, of computing to, to push um, relatively power com- powerful computers to, everybody, you know, or uh, for all intents and purposes, particularly for us in the U S everybody and, and, you know, a number of other things. Uh, So it's the, the, the separation of state and money has been a goal for a long time. Uh, But um, finally in, you know, in 2009, well, 2008 and 2009, um, it's my belief that one or many people finally figured out the magical uh, uh, configuration of a lot of these underlying technologies Um, and game theory and things like that to create something that can actually be its own money, uh, which is Bitcoin.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I missed that boat. I sure wish I would have jumped on though. (laughs) I I uh, really don't think you have.
1: I really do not. Um, Okay. So
2: you, you, you believe it's going to, we're going to see it pump. It's going to continue to grow.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think that that is the, um, You know, I I think that that it is, yeah, absolutely going to continue to grow, and I think it's going to absorb. You know, it's my personal belief that it is going to absorb not only a lot of um, money, other monies, and and take their market cap um, away from them, but probably also a lot of other investment um, assets because of its inherent. Increasing valuation, so maybe like
2: tokenization of other other things.
1: Well, I don't think it's necessarily going to be that, but like if you have like so, if you have as we did with gold, um, if you have something that on its own, if you hold it, the uh, deflationary pressure of goods and services that just naturally occurs through you know technological advances and things like that. um, If you held gold. Um, let's just say you could get a theoretical return uh, on that of say six or seven percent or something. you know mm-hmm. whatever it is. Well, what use case do the do all other investment assets that don't provide six or seven percent have? Or what what use case does an investment an incredibly risky investment asset that returns ten percent have? Yeah. I mean, would you rather a really you know a hundred percent or ninety nine percent save six percent or an incredibly risky ten percent? You know, there's some. <laughs> So, so when you start to look at things that people are investing in, and you start to look at the the return in Bitcoin um, or any very um, well, I I mean, it's weird to say safe at this point. I I truly do believe it is, Um, but you know, I've been around it for a long time. There certainly was, uh, it certainly didn't. There, there were times where it felt a little bit more uh, unsafe. I'll say, Um, but you know, it's like you have a, a, liqu- a very, very liquid investment asset that you own um, and can access anytime without any any permission that will on its own um, provide return. That's, uh, well, and, and, you know, return by its own just uh, increase in value. Uh, that's a really powerful thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, and speaking of safety, just to piggyback off what you're saying, I have a close friend of mine in Alaska that's about to dump his 401k into Bitcoin. Just saying, you know, so people yeah. believe in it. And it's it's... You know, I, I I haven't been into the uh, crypto game, Bitcoin and all that very long. I'm new. I'm not an expert by any means, but I can see clearly that uh, that's definitely the, the position I'm going to take. That's definitely what you want to look into, I would say. That's not financial advice, but it's going to be a part of our, everyone's portfolio in the very near future, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, th- I, I think that that's largely accurate. And the way that I look at it now is like, you know, I just quietly just, you know, stack sats. I, I don't know if you've heard that phrase, but it's uh from, um, uh, I don't remember who came up with it, but Matt, Matt of, it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just stack sats. Like you don't pay attention to anything else. Just learn about Bitcoin stack sats and go about your life. And, and, yeah, uh, yeah. and it's incredibly clarifying. It's incredibly, uh, it's interesting. You start to really notice different habits in yourself. Uh, like you're like, you know, you really start to value, um, money more in a good way where you're like, ah, do I really need to have this other, you know, this extra beer or do I really need to have, not to say that it makes a monk out of you. It's just like, you really kind of take a look at your life. And for me, I already had minimalist tendencies. So it really like made it, it it gave me an excuse to, to, you know, not buy a bunch of it or whatever. Yeah. Not to be an over-consuming,
2: you know, pig on the conveyor
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's a really like interesting thing that money itself is coming to almost slay the uh, consumerist attitude in, in uh isn't that you know, funny for, man that's yeah so, so um, another thing yeah. i was
2: thinking about bitcoin is um I, i'm pretty sure because there's like on, on coin market cap you have like what five thousand different digital currencies and i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that um most of that's going to go away Probably ninety eight, yeah. ninety nine percent of it individually, yep. in, in the miracle of time, and uh, so uh, we can continue to talk about BTC. But uh, I'd like to hit on what you think are going to be some of the ones that stay, or if they're even there yet. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't think any. Uh, to be honest with you, and that's a that's a that's an opinion that you know when I first started like my journey into Bitcoin, um, I was you know Bitcoin only because largely it was just. It's not, it wasn't the only thing that was there, but it was like, you know, it's the first thing that you think of. And it was what was yeah, being talked yeah. about on ANCAP Reddit and, you know, Libertarian Reddit. Um, and then, you know, you kind of like start looking around you're like, oh, this cool project, this cool project, this cool project. And if you've been around long enough, even if you didn't take the time to really, really learn about Bitcoin and why Bitcoin is the one and and so on and so forth, you've just seen so many projects die that you're like, the, the next one is like, okay, is good, like, yeah. 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 It's just like, this is the like the last one. And don't get me wrong. A lot of people have made a lot of money doing that. Like just hopping in on a bump and dump and, you know, whatever. God bless them. But yeah. Um, yeah. it's, uh, it's you know, for me, it's like, why bother? It, you know, just, if you really understand why, Bitcoin, you know, what Bitcoin can and and in my opinion will do, there is absolutely no reason to be around with anything else. Just go buy Bitcoin and securely store it and and just go about your life. Hey, uh, hey Carl,
0: car, I'm going to, guys, I'm going to jump in real quick and, and, uh, don't, I don't, I don't want to slow down the the, the conversation because it's going well, but, um, I want, I want to, re- I didn't tell you this ahead of time, and I'm sorry, but it's important for us when we publish that we hit the the clean button. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. That's cool. I think <laughs> one one or, one or two of these I can beep out, but if it becomes a labor, sure, no, 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 yeah. I can definitely. It's not a
1: <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> I can't believe I made it already. Like what, eleven minutes in? You're
0: you're, you're good at the good. Really good.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's cool, dude. Hey, no problem, bro. Hey, uh, so I want to talk about. The, the blockchain and, and what that is. And again, I, you guys are doing really good, really good. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm picking up on a lot of what you're saying, but there's guys like me that, that, that are like, I just want to learn, man. And, uh, mm-hmm. so what is, what is the blockchain? And I guess that leads into why is it secure? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'm going to answer your question by Claire, by picking your question apart a little please, bit. Yeah, please. Do. Um, yeah, yeah. So this guy uh, who um, is pretty big in Bitcoin Twitter, Udi Wertheimer, um, he wrote an article recently. Uh, you know, because blockchain is like this ma- this word like that gets thrown around and everybody thinks it's it's magic. Um, and in some senses, it is. It's like it it was kind of the the, the blockchain with with um, proof of work consensus is kind of magic. But on the other hand, it kind of sucks. It's like it's it's the we would get rid of the blockchain if we absol- if we could, but we just can't. But it's it sucks. But you can't get rid of it. Um, it's baked it's, into uh, the uh,
2: the whole thing, right? So
1: what what's that?
2: It's it's baked into the yeah uh, upwards, yeah. Right? It's right. part of this so whole the technology.
1: you know yeah. Um, but I, I think Udi Wertheimer said something like it's like the the waste that's created um, when agreeing. W- when creating a new consensus on who owns what or something like that i wish i i wish i had his tweet pulled up but basically the um each bitcoin transaction is recorded every time a new bitcoin or every time a bitcoin moves it will be recorded in the next block of the block for validation and that,
2: purposes is to legitimize it right
1: yeah yeah so um it's it's to. Right, exactly. it's to legitimize it. so the 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 nodes all um, collect these these uh, transactions and verify them or, or validate them, and then the transactions wait uh, for the miners to confirm them. For that, they pay the miners a fee to add them to the official records. you know it's it's like if I were to sell you a property sell you a property, I would pay the um, you know the city. 20 bucks to, to transfer the title type thing. Um, and then and in the blockchain, it is w- w- the, the uh, transactions that are recorded on the blockchain are secured by this proof of work mechanism. So um, in other words, th- there are cryptographic puzzles that are employed that the miners have to solve um, in order to add that block to the blockchain. And the cryptographic puzzles get harder and harder the more miners are working on them, it's a difficulty adjustment that happens every two weeks. Um, so, um, in order to reverse a block, if you wanted to invalidate someone else's transactions and try and steal their funds, you would have to do you know that much work. Um, so uh, to reverse it. So, um, and that's kind of oversimplified, but that's kind of how to think about it. So the more um, miners that come on board, who are incentivized by the price. Um, Ah, uh, to collect the fees, you know, uh, the more work is behind each confirmed block, and therefore the harder it is to reverse. So, really, what we want to get to is a point where the um, there is so much work going into each block that
2: it can't be done no, with.
1: Right? Y- yeah. No state power has enough money and enough resources to come in and attack it
0: so like the security so, is built in the labor is part of the security right the amount of work that would yeah do to undo yeah it, it's
1: right? like, yeah kind of yeah you can think about it like the, the proof of work algorithm t- or, or consensus method like ties uh bitcoin to a physical asset which is energy um you know electricity uh to to help anchor it into the real world uh um, and then you know with with some sort of like pricing you know it's kind of it's, it's kind of like a weird way to think about it um but uh you know, the, the, the more work that is done, the more work behind each block. Um, the the more work has to be done to reverse it.
2: So there's a big event coming up, the flipping or the 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 halfing that's gonna
1: yep. help this this out. Right. That's right. So
2: I don't know much about it, so I know. That okay, so, do, so
1: so here, so basically, in the beginning of Bitcoin, um, in order to uh, honestly distribute each Bitcoin. Um, part of the Bitcoin, uh, consensus rules are that for the first, uh, what is it? 210,000 blocks. Um, I think that's right. Um, the, the reward, there was going to be a subsidy. So not only were the miners going to collect all the fees that were associated in each block, um, or that all the fees that were, that were paid by, by each transactor, to confirm each block, they were also going to receive a block subsidy because there weren't all that many people on the network. This was kind of a brilliant idea. Um, so the miners in the early days, the miners were basically just collecting block subsidies, which were 50 bitcoins per block. Um, and yeah. And then, and so for 210,000 blocks, which these days is roughly four years, um, every 210,000 blocks, the, subsidy, the block reward cuts in half. So it went from 50 to 25 in 2012 and then 25 to 12 and a half in 2016. And then it's going to go from 12 and a half to six and a quarter here in May. So at that, you know, theoretically you are moving the entire ecosystem away from subsidies as more and more people come online and are willing to pay fees to uh, confirm transactions and that way you can make a supply cap of uh, 21 million bitcoins you can honestly distribute it out to anybody who wants to participate in in you know and and sacrifice their work to to get bitcoins um, and you can transition it from a you know because it's like a network and networks have to grow uh, organically you can transition it from a very you know in the beginning there were like three people. Mining. It was like Hal Finney and and Satoshi, you know Satoshi Nakamoto, maybe and and one of his friends. And then yeah. uh, and then you know over the course of time, more and more people start. There was chatter and people started to come online. And then uh, you know and there have been advancements and in, uh, in in mining technology and um, and so the eventual idea is that Bitcoin will will. Basically, get off the ground, so to speak. It will, it will, it will leave the runway, and the block, uh, the miners, the 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 people who are being paid to secure the network. It's all happening organically by fees and not subsidies, and, and that's going to be a really cool thing. Now, that's the, technically that doesn't happen until twenty one forty, but uh, we're going to be we're going to be effectively very very close to that. Pretty soon, uh, because Ch- chopping
2: up the block, if you will. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I mean, the with um, six and a quarter uh, bitcoins per block. You know, each block is ten minutes, or happens at about ten minutes. Um, you're you're looking at an inflation rate that is, I believe, I believe slightly less. It might be just slightly more than gold. Um, so, you know, you're really rivaling. The uh, you know the the scarce some of the scarcest money that we know some of the hardest money that we know yeah, uh, and then yeah. of course then with the next block happening uh, will be will be roughly half of gold and I, and obviously you know twenty one million you, one way to think about this is twenty one million bitcoins exist we just haven't found them all yet so you can really kind of think about it as there isn't any inflation um, but technically we just haven't found all of them yet but I mean I think what like eighteen million have think- been mined. Million, and then like so. lost keys is a, is a thing yeah, too. well, yeah, that's true. At, at some point, you know, we don't really know not only lost keys, but people who will refuse, like for instance, Satoshi Nakamoto, and a lot, it, a lot right? of He's never hasn't touched it. anything. He, yeah, well. and, and there's a lot of mystery around this stuff because you can never really know for sure. But I mean, you know, you can kind of look at it and take a pretty educated guess. And, uh, and so, so, I mean, there's several million. Bitcoin, you know, you know, when you look at guys that are trying to model it, you'll often see people basically write off somewhere between two and 6 million Bitcoins as just like, they're either burned or they're never going to move or, you know, um, so it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's the 21 million is the, is the hard cap, but the real cap is probably much lower. And then, you know, and people are going to continue to burn Bitcoin accidentally Uh, that, that, the, the rate will probably come way down with, with, with user interface increase, you know, um, improvements and stuff like that, but it'll never stop completely. And in all honesty, like as we approach this happening thing, it, it's almost
2: like you need to have invested something into, you need to hold some Bitcoin because this could be the, the trigger that where the masses just flood in, you know, the volume picks up or something like this. So.
1: Yeah, the, the the four year having cycle has created a, an associated market cycle with it so far, um, and so yeah, usually you do see you know historically we've seen um, pretty big bull markets following the having event, not necessarily on the day of, but uh, I, I personally think that we're already in a bull market. Um, I don't think that would be very much disputed, uh, and and so I think that will continue now. Yeah, I agree it, with you it's a goofy time around the having because it's a really jarring event. I mean, there you have miners who are depending on selling these bitcoins for, for money for, for fiat in order to pay their expenses. And so it is, it's a, I mean, less and less these days, but you know, it is in, in havings past, it is a little bit of like a, a heart stopper where you're like, geez, like, because what can happen theoretically, what can happen is the, um, the difficulty adjustment happens every 2,000, I think 2,040 blocks, two weeks roughly. Um, and it readjusts to take the, it, it looks back at the last two weeks of blocks um, yeah, yeah. and comes up with an average time that they were mined in. So, and, and the target is 10 minutes. So if the average time that they were mined in was six minutes, well, it's going to make the difficulty a lot higher. Um, if the, uh, you know, if the, if the average time was 15 minutes rather than 10 minutes, people were struggling, there's, there's not there, the, the difficulty adjustment, the difficulty needs to come down. But what, what can happen is, um, if for instance, and this is, this is f- stupid FUD, like, uh, but it is an economic thing that you have to look at. And it's kind of interesting. Um, if for instance, this block having happens and, um, miners are unprepared or, you know, whatever, and a bunch of miners start dropping offline early in a difficulty adjustment cycle, um, it, you know, you can get, get these like really long block times and then you're just like, you know, grinding to try to get to that next difficulty adjustment. Um, and, and, you know, of course that that's a natural way to, when you get to that next difficulty adjustment, you need less mining um, in order to upkeep that network security. So, um, so it, it, you know, it, it's like a a, sh- a gear shift and, and it, or a blow off valve, or so, uh, you know, however you mm-hmm. want to look at it. Um, and and then you can you can kind of resume building from there. It's a purge but, valve. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, so it's pretty interesting to watch. But um, I haven't I haven't looked back at what the what the block times were right after the last having. It'd be interesting to look back at that. I I didn't know as much about the actual Bitcoin network at that time. So I I was, I mean, I was watching it eagerly, but, um, I was watching it primarily for price. And then I fell down the rabbit hole and it's like, I almost even don't even care about price anymore. It's just like such a cool technology. So, um, it'll be fun to watch it from that angle this time.
2: So I learned my lesson because I was holding a portion of Bitcoin and then like a dummy, I got rid of it, and then it went up. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure you've yep. heard that plenty of times. But a uh, uh, quick question, though, uh, kind of changing speeds. Is there anything to this 51% mining attack, like, let's, let's say, with China or Ethereum and Russia? And, and you know, because uh, there's a lot of the mining that takes place in China, as we were told. So what do you think about that? What's your two cents or your two Satoshis on that? What do you think about <laughs> yeah. all that?
1: Um, I mean that, you know, that's the threat, right? Like that, that's, that's the threat. This is, this is why. Um, and I don't know if you were around for the last of the Bitcoin cash, uh, hard fork or, or any of that, or, or any of these I think I these. just
2: jumped in like mid 2019. So I'm, I'm, I'm new blood, man. I'm fresh. Okay.
1: Yeah. So th- this is that, that's why you need, uh, to incentivize mining. Uh, you need to incentivize okay. people to come exactly. online and secure the network. Um, because that's the concern, obviously for Bitcoiners, at least, especially in the early days, it was primarily comprised of anarchists. I mean, you know, crypto anarchists. Um, and, and so we, they were creating something in order to, to, uh, rest power from the state. So you need to design it, you know, you need to design it as if it's going to resist an attack from the state. Uh, so, so yes, that is. Or it is the big threat. I I was well. I don't know if it's the big threat, but that that was that's why um, you need to have high network security and you need to pay for it. Um, You know that that's the that's always the big discussion or was the big discussion of big. I'm not sure if you remember this, but big blocks or small blocks. um, We needed to keep the block size small in order to prioritize it um, and have people pay for the right to be in there and then other less meaningful transactions can occur on another layer, but kind of takes care of
2: itself, right?
1: Right. The base layer is, is, is scarce um, and you need to pay a lot of money for it. Um, These, this, this is meant to be down the road. You know, I'm probably like you're joining at a time where you're like, I bet people in 10 years will never experience a base layer transaction. Like it's just, it won't be a thing. Um, because it will be so valuable it's ran its
2: course it's already yeah
1: yeah everybody else will transact on another layer on a on a technically less secure layer but it will mean that the the base layer is hyper secure so that so that you know it can resist those those attacks how how credible are they right now um i don't know it's it's something to keep an eye on i don't want to say that it's it's Impossible. Well, you know, you know how it
2: goes down in, in, in the Twitter sphere and, and YouTube land
1: when it comes sure. to cryptocurrency in the, those communities. Somebody so, drops
2: some fud in there, and then people right. are crazy conspiracy theories out the wazoo, man. You know.
1: And, and unfortunately, at this point, like most Bitcoiners, have really gotten tired of it because we've you hear it. It's like there's like five or six great fud conspiracy. You know, just you know things that people drop, and they just rotate around and eventually you just get just cycled out. You're like, I can't, I just cannot have this discussion again with people that don't want to learn. If you want to learn, if you, you <laughs> know, if you, you want to learn why, like, 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 like I'm absolutely happy to have the discussion like this, but like, you know, people online, you know, just spread FUD for, you know, just to appear as if they're edgy or, or, or no, you know, more, even though they c- clearly can't back anything up, but uh, the, not to say that it's not a threat, but it's, it's a lot more difficult. Then people make it out, make it seem people just say, Oh, China. I was like, who in China? Yeah. What Chinese government, Chinese miners, they don't like each other. You know, all these mining pools. Well, the mining pool technically isn't, owned by it's all the miners aren't owned by the mining pool the people voluntarily join mining pools i could join a chinese mining pool it's all (laughs) peer-to-peer you know i mean and 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 a lot of miners like each other (laughs) yeah and a lot of miners like i i could flip on a a miner right now and and join a a chinese mining pool they they have no control over over now they if i don't notice they're doing something weird with their node their mining node um, yeah, I mean I guess they could use my power for, for evil, but I'm going to notice pretty quick because Bitcoiners notice shit pretty quick. And and as soon as yeah. somebody puts a word out like from a verified like Udi Wertheimer or G- G- Giacomo Zuko or like you know, verified verified people in this space, people are oh, I'm just going to switch to a different mining pool. Um, and so it's like it, can, can it, I it's, jump it's in? not yeah, 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 sure.
0: So so here's here's a dumb question for you guys to laugh at. Can you uh can you break down how do you mine Bitcoin. Yeah, how does that work? It, it, you know, I've heard it a hundred times, and you know, people they just but like I'm like, dude, this is this is like first grade stuff, and I feel like
1: yeah, it's, idiot it's I, don't
2: oh, know. Super, I I know Carl probably knows a lot better than I do. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: it's. I mean, it's pretty easy, but it's. I, it's I'm from right Ca- now. I'm from, I'm from Northern
0: California, and when you say mining, <laughs> the 1849 gold rush comes to mind, and yeah. and that that ain't it. So right like well there's a
1: reason that it was named mining though right because the 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 guys that created it were very were probably all gold bugs at at one time um, and and uh, wanted to mimic the action of labor of, of of going and and proving your work in the mines to get the gold um, and so that's what that was. That's that's why a lot of the terminology is 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 similar. Um, and it was also probably a marketing tactic to appeal to gold bugs who would be the most open and receptive to this idea. Um, so, mining is is uh, you, you to mine on your own. You need to have a, a fully validating node, which just means you go to bitcoin.org. Uh, there are several others, but you can go to Bit- bitcoin.org and get the Satoshi client. Download it. I run a fully validating node. I don't mine on it, um, but you can you can set it to mine and just use your computer power to go and perform hashing functions um, to try to confirm a block before anybody else. You and won't also, do that the, because the
2: more it, that you mine, the more expensive it can get. Though is that how, kind of how that works? The bigger, the more pressed? or
1: yeah, off. more or less. The, the, the two are pretty correlated. Um, it you know it's. Um, as more and more people join the network uh, by purchasing and particularly holding Bitcoin, the price because uh, supply is well, at the end of the day, supply is inelastic. It's, it's, it's not going to move. But even now it's, you know, supply is not increasing very fast. And as long as demand increases faster than supply, then the price goes up. And as the price goes up, it incentivizes more miners to come on board because the if, theoretically, if the price is going up faster than difficulty adjustment, then that means your margins are increasing. Um, so, uh, you know, it is important for the price to go up because that, through a series of events, means that the network is going to be more secure.
2: Well, it sort of has to, right? It has to go yeah. up. In price.
1: Uh so- Right now, I mean, that, that's the best case. That's the the best case scenario because that means it's growing. Um, if it's going down in price, it means the the network is shrinking and, and we screwed up somewhere. Okay. So that I don't helped. know if that answers your question, but that
0: helped. Listen, you got to understand you're talking to a mechanic, right? Like, uh, <laughs> like, and not, and not, and I've said it before, not a good, not a good mechanic, you know, like,
2: so... I, I, I will say so... this though, for for both of you, for, don't don't feel bad about that cue because it takes time to absorb what you're it, you know everything that Car just explained yeah, it sounds good, but it does take time for your mind to to visualize and understand what's taking place, but once you get it, it's there, you can't take so it like you know what I mean
0: oh yeah dude no no i'm i'm I've told you guys both before i'm 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 on board with the concept I need to know more about it so I can so I can feel comfortable with the information that I do have right the ne- the next question I on this is. I, I know governments do not like cryptocurrency in general, and I want to know why. Because I tell you what, the fact that governments don't like it means I love it, right? So right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just that's how it is. So I want to know why the governments don't like it, and then uh, and I guess we'll just kind of see where see where that goes.
1: Sure. sure. Uh, so I think and and actually, just before I dive into this, um, not to advertise another show on your show, but. The, particularly for the last question that you just asked and this question, um, I went on to the ro- with uh, roll and Slappy and did uh, we, we were talking about um, some of these concepts on there. So if you wanted, if for if any of the listeners, if you want like an expanded version of these particular two questions, um, you can swing over there. But um, right yeah. go- governments don't like Bitcoin um, because it threatens to take away their only real source of power, which is controlling the money. Um, it Threatens to put the um, uh, negotiating chips back in the people's hands rather than theirs. Uh, that they they don't like that. Um, they don't like other cryptocurrencies largely probably because they are gumming up the system. While you know they're they're probably trying to figure out how to attack Bitcoin. Um, and they also feel, and this is, this is why in some ways, like I don't like other cryptocurrencies other than Bitcoin, but in some ways we may look back and say, wow, actually they like kind of ran interference for us for a while because it gummed up all the, you know, the uh, governmental agencies chasing down scammers <laughs> and stuff like that. trying to try come up with like ways to regulate those because other cryptocurrencies are very regulatable um, for the most part. Bitcoin really isn't uh, because it doesn't have a central, we don't even know who the founder was, <laughs> you know, there's nobody to really put pressure on. Um, so, so, you know, by, they probably,
0: so like by, by, by decentralizing the, uh, the, I guess the mode of exchange or whatever that, that takes away a lot of the power from the government. Right. So we, we, we live in a place where a lot of people think that we have a free market, but when the government controls the money supply, the first part of the market is not free, right? So therefore it's not a free market. And this kind of pushes back on that, correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it pushes back on all of it. If they don't, if they don't control the money, there's very, you know, there's very little, if they don't control the money and no central organizations control the money, there's very little they can do. If, you know, if they were to institute something that's very unpopular, like the drug war, people would just be like, nah, I'm not going to pay for that. So, you know, have fun, do whatever, but you're going to come out in debt and to, Debt to whom? I don't know. I don't know if anybody that's going to pay for this. So good luck. Well,
2: look at the QA that they're using and printing money out of thin air right now. Of yeah. Central banks, yeah. you know, fractional rules. reserve banking, of course, which, they're going to be threatened by like, uh, you know, Bitcoin or something like that because.
1: Oh, it's it's, it, it, it's bananas. Yeah. I mean, it's bananas how much money that they're able to create. Um, and that that is something it's called signage, which is the difference between the uh, cost of creating a new uh, bill or, or the new money and the, val- the perceived value of it. And so, when you think about how much uh, money or or how much it may uh, um, they have to expend to create a million dollars, you know, a couple clicks of a mouse versus the value of it in the market, that's they're they're able to rob a huge, huge chunk of of that, Um, and they take that from you and me. And uh, with with Bitcoin, there there is no signage. There there is no the the, you know a, a central authority is is not robbing that um from you so it, when you think about how much money the government has or, or it has the ability to create it's really phenomenal and um it's it's uh, it's the you know i i think that really is the issue more than even taxation um although taxation and it, it is obviously immoral in my in my mind um the the uh uh Legal tender laws in combination with the money printing, I think, is probably equally as immoral. It's it's it, they're both just so hazardous. Yeah, you know, so I mean, ta- Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: We talk about that. So we talk about this fiat, right? Um, that kind of leads into the next. The next question I have is: We know that the American dollar is basically backed by hopes and dreams, right? We the, you know we know that the fiat currency system is. Is basically just it's worth something because we're all led to believe it's worth something. How, how does, how, how is cryptocurrency not just another fiat out there?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, so I, I've seen a lot of discussions about what, you know, what technically cryptocurrency or Bitcoin falls under. Like whether, but I, I, I think a little bit of the discussion, and I'm not, saying this about your question, but I'm just saying this has been a little bit of an ongoing discussion, particularly with the Austrians over what exactly Bitcoin is. Um, And I think a lot of it is kind of irrelevant because Bitcoin is a Bitcoin. I mean, it just is what it is. Uh, You know, No matter what you determine it to be, um, it is what it is. Uh, You're kind
2: of asking the government to define it, which Yeah, in a way. And, and
1: And it's just like a completely new thing. Like It's a completely new form of thing. It's just, you know, it, it just is what it is. But, um, I, I well, would say that go yeah, ahead.
0: Before, before, before we went off, you know, before the American dollar went off of the gold standard, of course it was backed by a precious metal. And, and I, and I'm aware of a only one really, I did a little bit of look up, but I only know of one coin that is backed by a precious metal and that's a silver token, right? And you need to, you need Ethereum to, to purchase that anyway. So, um, to, to my knowledge and, and if I'm wrong, dude, you know, knock me down of course but you know how, how do you how do you take i mean we look at money and we go traditionally this is backed by something tangible something solid something that's got real value and that's gold and now we have money that's not backed by anything yet we still spend it and it's printed out of thin air which makes it even worth less of course and now we want to replace it with something that's even more imaginary in a lot of people's eyes and and, and this is this electronic this digital currency that you can't hold you can't you know put in your wallet necessarily I mean you have an electronic wallet but I mean I you know I'm trying to be the devil's advocate a little bit and just sure. I need you know I want to know a little so, bit
1: more about that sure sure yeah um no it's 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 uh, provably scarce it is provably scarce and it can and it, ha- and it possesses every unique characteristic of money that gold does but better um I'll note that gold failed uh so you know i i I was a gold bug um but just keep in mind you know if you're if you're weighing gold versus bitcoin you know one doesn't work you know you know where it leads it leads to people putting their gold in centralized institutions because it's just not feasible to lug around and that happened 130 years ago before um the information age so like you know it's it's like i get yeah, you're not going to walk
0: country. around with a wheelbarrow full yeah. wheel of
1: gold. <laughs> right. Horse, right? right.
0: Yeah.
1: Furthermore, gold isn't provably scarce. It just isn't. We we know that it is kind of scarce on Earth. I mean, we think, uh, but it's not provably scarce. Uh, gold, Bitcoin is. You would have to completely change the consensus rules of Bitcoin, um, which would require um, a, a tremendous amount of work, uh, provably. You know, yeah, that's pretty uh, good. So, I
2: never heard it put that way before. That's good
1: yeah yeah so um they I think uh Vadina moose uh, di- uh, wrote the Bitcoin standard kind of like as a head on to the gold standard uh, A book about this I think is really good. I think you know I, it's received some criticism for some things, but I think it was a a, a really solid uh, book to read aimed at gold people who share all of my same goals. It's just it's like i I don't really understand why. Um, well, I do understand because I was resistant to Bitcoin at first too. Um, but at that time, Bitcoin was really, really pretty bambi-legged. Um, and, and now it's like, it's, it's so robust and solid and, and uh, that it, it's like, I don't, gold just failed. And, and for reasons that we understand and know, and know that could never work. So why would you not be actively looking for some other solution? Um, that's what the original cypherpunks did. They found Bitcoin after failing a, a few times, of course, with various other projects. But um, this one, this one appears to be headed in the right direction and, and possesses every aspect of gold, um, but better. Um, you know, I, I I would I would note that you know these news reports are coming out of 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 uh, people who have fake you know have paid you know country settled country uh, sovereign debts with fake gold I mean they're, they're finding millions and millions I think I saw 50 million in the last round uh, oh. with fake gold and gold is is uh costly to I think they call it a say um, to to prove that it is gold and it's not something that you or me can do not feasibly um, Bitcoin is very cheap to verify um, you just Simply run a node, a fully validating node or have a friend, you know, preferably you run your own node, but or or have a trusted friend who runs a node and you, you know, uh, connect to theirs. And it will verify that each Bitcoin is non-counterfeit, is legitimate. Um, And that's very cheap to do. You can do it on a Raspberry Pi. That's it. it. And and so there is no fraudulent Bitcoin in the system.
0: That's pretty, that's pretty heavy, dude.
1: Um,
0: No, I mean, it is because you're right pointing out the gold failed, I'll tell you I hadn't I hadn't considered that from I hadn't considered that perspective before. Uh, but when you talk yeah, about yeah, the that's, usability that's, that's of a the good usability, that's a that's doozy right there because
2: yeah. you don't think well, about that. You
0: know? I'm a gold guy, right? Like I, I mean yeah. I don't have, you know, I'm not I'm not rolling I'm not Scrooge McDuck rolling around in it, right? But I mean, um you know I when I have some extra scratch, it's like okay, do I go get crypto or do I go get gold? And and so far it's been, you know, about a half and half, you know, I mean I got a little bit of gold and I got a little bit of crypto. Um, but I hadn't considered it the way you put it, that gold has failed. And you're right. Cause I can walk around with, with my, with my phone or nothing. Right. And just remember my keys, you know, and go on, log into the next electronic device that I have and I can, and I can use whatever I need. Right. But yep. Otherwise I, I gotta, I gotta have a pocket full of coins, you know, or a, or a wheelbarrow full of bars or whatever else it is that I'm trying to lug around, you know? So you're right. You're right, gold, and gold and so there's I've, not, I've just not heard it from that perspective. So I don't think a lot of listeners have either. Maybe yeah, that's so. that's that's unique, man. I haven't heard that. Uh, Carl, yeah, I think that's
2: that's that's like uh, one.
0: The, sorry, go ahead. I was
2: doubling over. you yeah. uh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say um I was gonna ask you what do you think about these rumors of of um, tokenized coins or bitcoins or other um, cryptocurrencies being pegged to precious metals like gold and stuff, but and then what Q alluded to with the with the Ethereum silver thing? Not trying to get you know off of Bitcoin, but sure. Then never mind. Well, you just kind of answered that with the.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, my question always is why? Why would I peg it to gold? Gold failed. Why would I put a why would I put concrete shoes on? Right on, man. That's good. You know, I'm really. I mean, that's 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 the long and short of it. Why so Bitcoin is provid- provably scarce? Why would I want to? Why would I want to drag it down with something that's not? Yeah, that's a good point. And that's and that's why that you know that's why um, these uh, ma- most of these other cryptocurrency projects in my mind are not worth anything. They're not provably scarce, um, at all, right? I mean, even if in their software they say there's twenty million coins, well, how much how much money would it take to reverse the consensus rules? You know, a few thousand dollars? That's not provable to me. Um, right,
0: that. Yeah, somebody can somebody can buy that.
1: Um, right. What happens if you lose your keys, man? You're done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that, so, so I mean, that, yeah, right. That's so, uh, man. Okay. So, uh, but there, you know, there, there are solutions to this that are being that are they're coming into um the the, the kind of the Bitcoin uh arena for they're still a little bit for the the hardcores, but they're quickly advancing, and it'll be. Seamless, but you can do you can use multi sig. I'm not sure if you've heard of that, but but um, you can actually send bitcoin to a public address that's tied to a number of any number of private keys, and you can arrange them in an M of N configuration. So it could be that you have them in a two of two multi sig, where to send those bitcoins, you need two private keys. Um, or you can you can arrange them in a two of three. So perhaps you have one at a you know one uh, set of keys in your safe. You have one set of keys in your parents' or your sisters' or your brother's safe, um, or your kids' safe. Um, and then you have one set of keys with your lawyer or at a you know unfor- like you know a safety deposit box, a box at a bank. I mean it sucks, but you tech but then you don't technically need the bank. You don't technically need your your parents' key and if you lose yours you you, you have a back backup and you could do a hundred of two hundred keys or something like you know you can come what do you it. think
2: about these ledger ledger nano S's and x's and uh, have you used one
1: do you do you like them what do you think about yeah it? i i have a ledger um and i i ha i've had it for years uh, i it's it's good um it's a good way to keep your keys um off like of your computer. Storage, right yeah. But if you really want a, my opinion for a Bitcoin wallet is called a cold card. Um, that's what I have right now. Um, okay. And so the problem, the problem that you have in terms of privacy with, with products like the ledger and the treasure, and I haven't looked like today if it's still this way, but I assume it is. Um, but with a cold card, um, you can generate the keys offline and uh, and then you can export. It's called an Xpub, which is your extended public key. And with that Xpub, you can generate an infinite number of other public keys. So you can export that into a wallet software on your computer, and receive you know to an infinite number of addresses. But you never have to have the keys leave the device. Um, this has another advantage of being able to pair to your full node. So Ledger. With a Ledger or a Trezor, I'm pretty sure with a Trezor too. Yeah, um, it's
2: Trezor, Trezor.
1: Yeah, it, 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 what happens is when you use it, you that Ledger or Trezor automatically logs into the Ledger's servers. And once it does that, they have your XPUB. So technically, they can look at all of your transactions. They can't stop anything, but they can see everything you're doing. And so, I think that's a pretty big breach of privacy. Will they do anything wrong with it? Probably. I mean, they probably don't intend to. But well, what if they business, actually, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not. It's none of their business. And they, they. It, it's not like they probably have their business model surround. You know, based on collecting data. It was just an easy way at that time um, to have these these products just log into their service. So they just run a bunch of nodes and whatever. But, um, but, yeah. I mean, that that's uh, ideally what you want to be doing is. It, for, for Bitcoin is running your own fully validating node and running all of your transactions through it. Um, th- this has an additional privacy enhancement of when you make a transaction, rather than pinging somebody else's node to send it into the mempool, you ping your own node. And then all of the other nodes don't really know where it originated. Um, only your node does, which you run. Uh, technically, yeah, you, yeah. Could, you could be pinging an NSA node or, you know, a CIA node or something like that. And, and you, you don't know, uh, you know, you probably not, but you you have no idea. So, uh, running your own full node running, um, you know, I run Wasabi wallet, which I I found is great. It pairs well with the, with the cold card. I have the Xpub on loaded into Wasabi that's pointed at my node and my node only, um, uh, and and so I can just sit here and without ever, you know, my private keys are away from the computer, have never been plugged into a computer. Um, and I can generate That's an great. infinite That's number great. of wallet addresses that I can receive to that are, I mean, for all intents and purposes, really, really private. Yeah.
2: And you wanna have that stuff figured out because you don't wanna be poking the bear in the dark web. Yeah, you
1: know. <laughs> so. Right. And, and all of this stuff runs over Tor, which is really nice. Like, um, if you, if you log into the ledger servers, you don't really, you know, you're probably not logging in through Tor. Um, so, you know, my Bitcoin node connects, it, you know, runs behind Tor. Um, and then, you know, obviously so does my Wasabi wallet. So, um, that, that's nice.
0: You said something uh, just now about, a, an NSA or a CIA node.
1: hmm Does the yeah. government,
0: is the government doing this stuff?
1: Oh, I yeah, hundred percent, yeah. I, I guess I
0: mean I, I guess why wouldn't they? I, I'm sorry, you know. It,
1: yeah, just, yeah. They're just
0: gonna trip something. I was like, wow, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would I would assume because if you have a node, you can collect data off of all of the you know all, all of the incoming requests and you know all the data that passes through there.
0: And why would just, they not? They're, try to do they're that? just building. Yeah, they're just they're just they're just collecting data anyway. That's that's
2: yeah. traffic cop yeah. trying to write you a ticket. That's right. Basically,
1: it, 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 I mean, it, and it would be it, it's it's more complex than than just be, you know it's not it wouldn't be that super easy. But it it you know you anywhere where you can really take your privacy and and uh, into your own hands is probably a good place you know a good thing to do. Yeah, you're right.
0: You're right. So so how do you how does how do you use it? Are you
1: are you currently are you are do you still use fiat? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, like I said, I live my life. Like I, I, uh, I have, I just, I go about as if I don't even really know about Bitcoin except for when I'm shouting about it on the internet. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I basically just purchase Bitcoin with every paycheck and it goes to my very, you know, to a public address that's uh, associated to my very private key keys. And, uh, and, um, you know there and away we go i mean at any given time i couldn't even tell you how much you know i necessarily have just because i haven't like looked i just send it to an address and walk away
0: yeah
2: so basically what and you're so you don't is even really dollar, use it your dollar yeah. cost averaging
1: yeah every, every. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah you hear that kids there you go you better get you some get you some crypto get you some btc
0: <laughs> Not so, you don't, so you don't really Probably. use it right you just you just kind of yeah.
1: Well, I think I think that holding it is a use case, um, and that's a that you know that's a big, big discussion. Another big uh, portion of the Bitcoin Cash hard fork, um, you know, was that you know you should be using it, and uh, I, I think that saving is a tremendous use case. Uh, what we what what holders and Bitcoiners typically would say is that you know this is this era of Bitcoin is really meant for investment and driving up the value um, of the Bitcoin in order to drive up the security of the network, because we really have to pass that threshold of, um, of being impervious or relative, you know, com- some amount of comfortability of being impervious to state attack. Um, but also, you know, it's not, it, it's not necessarily, we're, we're kind of waiting for other people to onboard um, and they don't necessarily need to use it. They just need to have it. Um, and then once a, a significant, you know, a, a certain percentage of the world on boards it's like it's it's global money and we're there now now feel free to use it for whatever you want
0: is there gonna be an i mean here, here's another dumb question is there gonna be enough for you know this is it's gonna this sounds more socialist than i mean it to but uh is there gonna be enough for everybody you know uh, obviously yeah. obviously some people going to have more than others that, that that's that's normal I, I don't have an issue with that but like i mean how how scarce are we talking are we gonna talk about You know, a few people have a
1: ton and everybody else is like dry or what? Well, you know, I don't know. It's I I assume it'll find some distribution that you would find in any other prior civilization that was relatively free and using gold. You know, uh, I'm sure that a few people will have a lot and and some people will have uh, significantly less. Um, but money and,
0: and dude, that that question wasn't meant to sound like it's got to be you know a level playing field
1: or you know or True. you know what yeah, I mean. No. That
0: was the, I was just yeah. like, how, how no, usable I, is this going to be in the future,
1: right? Well, keep in mind that these, so these, um, each Bitcoin is divisible. It, it, it's to, to one one hundred millionth. Um, so in which fact, is just about which is just about how much I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that unit <laughs> that unit is called the Satoshi, and uh, and and so. I don't think that um, people will be transact. You know, I think that the Satoshi will be the Satoshi or maybe something slightly, you know, a few decimal places over will be the unit of account. I, I don't think that Bitcoin will be the unit of account down the road. I, I think that, you know, the Satoshi will be the dollar type thing. Mm-hmm.
0: That's all right, so
1: I have
2: some w- <laughs> wild card questions for you, car. All right. You have some more, some more. No,
0: right I, I've, I've shot all my questions, man. You've, You've done a really good job answering my questions, and I tell yeah, you thank what, man, Thanks, you. thank you, thank you for that. It makes me feel, you know, I was on the fence, fifty-fifty on on this whole thing, but you've you've actually helped helped me understand a little bit more of what we're up against with this stuff. Good, and and awesome. and, and you know what what that means what that means for
1: me as far as investment and use later on.
0: Hmm. Good. 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 Also, yeah. Don't well get don't get, uh,
1: don't get scared away by or my advice would be not to get scared away by um the current price or or how Per, per, you know, you perceive the amount that you're in, investing. Well, I look at I look at it as the, my new money. Like that's my that's my savings. That's right. my money. That's a good. Way and when you
0: that's it, yeah. that is and and the, you know when you're first jumping into the idea of, you know of of getting into this cryptocurrency market and and you see the cost of one Bitcoin. It's hard to get your head around the idea that that is not a dollar to Bitcoin ratio. You're like you're, you're you know you're it's not it's not the same unit of measure. You know, so you look at this and you go, wow, man, it's only one coin. That's like, you know, what is that? Like eight grand or nine grand now, you know? And it's like, no, 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 That's, you break it down a little bit more than that. It's, you know, like you said, all
1: the way down to one Satoshi, right? Yeah. And I think that, I think that looking at it like Satoshi is, 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 has some really incredible social use cases like that as well. Just like getting people over the hump of, um, of how much a Bitcoin is worth. I mean, just to give you an example, like I use a cashback app called fold that I really, really like. And uh, and it'll give me cash back in BTC, but it always refers to them as Sats, which is, which is awesome. But just to give you an idea, you know the vendors that it works with have uh, you know typically somewhere between one and six percent cash back. Uh, and so I've used it for a month or so, um, and I've gotten twenty four dollars and ninety three cents back which is 292,221 sats. Like that, that's pretty sweet. When you start looking at it in yeah, terms of sats, like that, that's that's pretty rad. I, I kind of, I dig that. Like that's because I'm looking at future money, not money now. Um, that's cool. So uh, that's, I think it's it's probably starting to get to the point where particularly after this halving and probably the commensurate price increase uh, or value increase, I hope, uh I think that it'll probably start to make a little bit more sense to look at things in terms of sats or, you know, there's been talk about the m bit, which is the millibit, um, you know, some other unit of account that slides the decimal over a few spaces to keep it more manageable in your brain.
0: Right on. Thank you. So Gumbo, you said you had a couple, a couple questions for him.
2: Yeah. First of all, I just wanted to thank you one more time because everything that you've explained, you, you were able to make it very clear and you, you've given me more insight into what some of the things that I already knew and then, you know, expanded upon it. So I uh, thank you for that. And people need to hear these things because uh, it's, it can be, it, it's complex and it's alien to the average guy that, that's never stepped into this world. You know what I mean? So, so thank you for that. Kudos for that. Yeah, kind of absolutely. Uh, so wild card questions. You ready? Yep. Okay. So if you don't want to answer anything or talk about it, just tell me to shut up and I will. <laughs> First one. Do you think Satoshi Nakamoto is one man or a group of people or possibly governments?
1: No, I think, I think the consensus among the, you know, Bitcoiners is probably that. And I, you know, I I don't really like to draw too much attention to it because he had, you know, I kind of like to respect the wish that he's, that he stays more or less anonymous. And I think for his, to some degree for his safety, that's probably a good idea, but it's, I, I, I think most people agree that it's Nick Zabo. Um, when you're looking at his emails and like the way that he writes and the way that he thinks and stuff like that, um, it, you know, Nick Zabo probably in, 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 um, close, uh, um, uh, coordination with Hal Finney. Okay. Yeah.
2: I, Cause I remember I've read, I've read, uh, online, I've seen his emails and people are interacting with a person. So that's, you know, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, question number two, what do you think
1: about Ethereum? Um, I mean, it's fun to watch because it's a complete disaster. Like it's, it's, and has been, you know, since, the, and I guess you probably haven't been around, but uh, when it was founded, I, I, have you read about the Dow hack?
2: I, I know they've been hacked and I, and I know they're trying to do this Ethereum 2.0. And uh, yeah, you would know more about it than I do. This, which is why I wanted to get your thoughts on it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's an interesting project to watch. Um, I don't really waste my time too much hating Ethereum. I, I don't really like think about Ethereum all that much, uh, but it is fun to drop in and, and kind of see like what what they're doing uh, because you kind of know what they're up against and it's like yeah. trying to figure out what the what, what ways they can engineer themselves out of the problem that they've created. Um, which is is fascinating. A lot of you know a lot of times to watch and Vital- Vitalik Buterin is is a really smart guy. Like he's, a, I mean, he he wrote he, he he's um, got his name all over Bit- early Bitcoin code. Um, oh wow! And, uh wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a he was one of the one of the he was a developer uh, for a Bitcoin developer for a long time until he until he split for Ethereum. Um. Uh. But yeah, it's you know for for again, I guess it comes down to use case and there are, there's obviously a demand for Ethereum and the things that you can do on it. Um, but for something that's going to be money, it's just, it's like, it's, it's so dependent on one guy, you know? I mean, if, as soon as you were to achieve any power um, with it or, or make any real threat to anybody, you know, that guy's going to get disappeared. Um, and then what happens, you know? And, 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 just watching that project roll forward, it often looks like a complete dumpster fire and it it hasn't like failed yet. And I think a lot of the Bitcoin Bitcoiners FUD it a little bit too much because I, I, I honestly, I think that there's enough smart minds to so that it's not going to reach a point where they just can't mine a block or something like that. But um, I just don't really see a whole lot of future there for them. And that 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 transition to proof of stake with Ethereum 2.0, I think is, and I'm not a I'm not a developer, but that that seems very very complicated to do in a dynamic environment that has to keep moving. Like that just seems very difficult. I don't I don't know how you would do it, but Vitalik Buterin knows how to do a lot of stuff that I have no idea how to do. So you know maybe he'll figure it out. Gumbo, okay. are you there?
0: I think we lost him. I heard him. I heard him go, but. Um,
1: no, he's, he's still tri- well. Are all you right. still there? Oh, I
0: don't know. We're losing him. Okay. Hey, try logging hey, out. We all good? Oh, no we're yeah, good. We got- okay, sorry about that. <laughs> go ahead, man. Oh, dude. Here you go. <laughs> all right. Well, hey Car, I I got you. You got me, right? Yep. Okay. So, um if if uh if Combo comes back on that that's great, but I wanted to, so we got about an hour and fifteen minutes into this show. I'll, I'll probably edit it down a little bit from here, uh, you know, get some of the fits and starts out of it and whatnot. But um, I wanted, I wanted to thank you personally for coming on and spending some time with us and talking about this, this, uh, this topic that that you know I, I needed a little bit of an education on, and I think some other people did too. And um, I wanted you to know that that your that your show that you do with Bird Friends Against Government that. That is probably the well. I say that between that and Free Man Beyond the Wall with Pete Quinones, those are the two podcasts I listen to the most. Oh and, man! Uh, having you having you on this show and and kind of just brain dumping everything you you just did
1: into the, into this has has been just awesome to me, man. I, I appreciate that. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for having me on. It was a, it was super fun to come on. I wish like it's it's funny because like. Our show is like a little bit more comedy oriented, but I, you know, whenever I talk about Bitcoin, I'm like my I just like get into like you know Bitcoin mode, and I'm like no jokes, no jokes, no jokes. (laughs) No, (laughs) but it's uh, it's
0: good because oh, he's back, he's he's uh, alive.
2: Yeah, I I never left, I never left, but but I guess I was dropping in and out. Um, I did have a couple more questions for you, Car. If you're down, yeah, shoot. Okay, so so this guy Craig Wright, I don't believe him. I'm not going to bash the guy. Your thoughts.
1: Uh, he has come full circle for me to where I love the guy because he's such a buffoon and, or just an absolute <laughs> idiot that like I, I just, he and holds so little power at this point that it's just fun to watch. Like it's, it's fun to tune what
2: in. What is motivating this man? Why would he do this to himself?
1: Uh, I did I mean greed, but it's probably a little bit more complicated than that. I I don't. I'm not really sure. I don't claim to really know. Um, but, you know, he wants more. I don't know. I you know I'm I'm not really sure. I I know that. I mean, it's clear by his actions that he wanted a lot of control over the protocol, like over the the um, over Bitcoin. Um, and then he can't. But but you know, what's interesting was that early on, I think he had a lot of people convinced myself included. I'm not chiding anybody for it, but I think he had a lot of people convinced that he was very, very smart. And what really has shown in the last year, particularly a year and a half, um, is that he's really, really dumb I, in terms of his understanding of Bitcoin and, and his own protocol, Bitcoin, uh, okay. <clears throat> um, but you know he, he's a, he's a little bit of a patent troll. Um, he 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 loves legal systems. I mean, just absolutely loves them. I mean, he'll say that to your face, like you know, law over code type stuff. Well, that's an
2: indicator right there.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, he no, and he's he is a he, he does not like anarchists. I mean, he he you know that that much is very clear, and that's fine. You know, but um, I don't want you anywhere near the code for my money uh, if you are not um, at least very, very anti-state um, by and large. Uh, you know, there are a few Bitcoin developers that are, you know, Luke Dash- Luke Desheer comes to mind who uh, are <laughs> very bizarre in their motivation. I mean, he's very, very, I, and I'm not bashing this by any means, but he's, he's very, very religious. Um, and that he's the type of religious where that <laughs> I'm trying to uh, think about how I, you know, obviously my co-host is Catholic, very, very Catholic and I'm very op- like friendly to religion. Um, yeah, but there is, everybody's going to do what they do, you know? So, yeah, it's like, there's a point at which it's, it's like, like I, like I have a, a side business, right? Religion wouldn't inform how I run that side business, you know? Like I, gotcha, other gotcha. than how I basically treat people. Um, but well, it's not, it, like I'm, it I feel like I'm bringing
0: it would govern your ethics, right? On, how you, on sure. how you operate,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would. It would govern my ethics, but it wouldn't govern um, whether you know if I have five thousand dollars, do I spend it here, here, or here? Um, okay. that's a business. That to me is a business decision. That's kind of religious right. aside. And and Luke Deshir brings religion very much into the developing and like and it's just really bizarre how he does it. And maybe it's just because I'm not religious that I don't that my brain doesn't really grasp what he's doing. And maybe maybe it's Um, a very good thing regardless. I mean, I, I, it's apparent people like him generally within the Bitcoin world. And, and he apparently is a very good developer and uh, apparently is on board for the mission by and large. So I, you know, I can't really um, chide him, but it's, 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 uh, you know, most of the Bitcoin development community is very anti-state and, and probably anarchist. Yeah. Okay. So I got three more questions for you. All right.
0: (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) I I just figured, you know, I've listened to some of your material with with your show, and and you're funny. And I know this is more on the serious stuff, like you were saying with BTC and talking about Bitcoin, because it has to be clear. You know, we got to make this clear. But yeah, yeah, we'll we'll have you, we'll have you back, or however it all works out, and we'll we'll make it more funny if you want. But um, oh no, about what do you think about Ripple
1: and XRP? Um. It's been fascinating to watch. So I basically operate off the the idea that that there really isn't any like I'm not really sure what all these other cryptocurrencies are, but they're they're not in competition with Bitcoin and they're not money. I, I don't know necessarily what they're doing. A lot of people say they're all scams. I think that's probably true more often than not uh, and maybe in all cases i, I you know t- that that's not really for me. I don't care is bo- is the bottom line because I have Bitcoin. Okay. Bitcoin is Bitcoin. But okay. I will say it's been fun to watch or it's interesting to watch because you're watching I mean Ripple is a is a scammer's scam. I mean that that it's it's um there there was never really a whole lot of work done on the technical side to make it look like it was anything but I mean um but they had a, a tremendous social outreach. I mean if you have ever heard of, of people call the uh, uh, talk about the XRP army they had so many sock accounts, on oh, yeah. and they would just swarm like anything. And they had their talking points, like just down pat. And so you know, and they had they went out and they got some attractive women who who would run accounts for them, um, and 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 draw a lot of people in that way. Um, it's uh you know, so setting aside judging whether something is good or bad, it's it's interesting. It's interesting how they operated, and I can't believe they're still around. It's also, uh, I'm sure. Uh, like, I would hesitate to have my name associated with it b- b- in a big way because because it is largely a scam. Like, I don't even think you can verify how many r- uh, Ripple there are. I, I have not, n- not an approvable way anyway. Um, and that would lead me to think well, there's a lot of stuff, and I don't want to like spend a whole lot of time on Ripple, but I, it, it, I, I think that probably a lot of people by uh, precedent in the financial world probably belong in jail. I don't believe in jail, so I I don't think they do. But um, I, I think that there brigade, a lot.
2: Man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think there was I'm a lot joking, of fraud I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. for sure. And uh, but it's it's interesting to watch them work. I'll, I'll say that. Okay, cool, man. Uh, so my last,
2: it's a couple questions. So um, where do you see? <laughs> this is my last couple Bitcoin. Questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Car. I, I was so excited to have you on. I'm kind of I'm kind of giddy. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> uh, where do you see Bitcoin in 50 years? And was my questions stupid and I'm done. Put a fork in it. No, I'm done.
1: No, I, I, I see Bitcoin as a, uh, as vying for um, its position as essentially global money. I, I think a lot of time is spent uh, wondering, can there be only one or will there be only one money or will there not be? And I think a lot of that time is misallocated. It's kind of a, I think it's a dumb place to to spend time talking. It, for me is if it, it it wouldn't be shocking if it allocates itself according to like maybe something like a Pareto principle like 80% of global money is bitcoin, 20% is I don't know god knows what, something else, shells or maybe gold or some fiat. <laughs> uh, yeah, who knows. Um, but I think it will I think as each individual is faced with the decision to either hold their you know, hold their their savings or their capital in Bitcoin or in X, anybody who is able to analyze that is going to say Bitcoin. Um, and when you extrapolate that over, cross, you know, across every, every single individual in the world, you know, I don't know. I think the incentive structure is there to bring just about everybody on board. Um, so in 2050, I, I think to some degree Bitcoin is. You guys remember like um, MXC or. Uh, uh, you know, those like goofy Japanese, like game show, dub over challenges and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 You know, the, you know, the obstacle course where it's like all those like pond lilies and you have to just run really fast across the pond. (laughs) Yeah. 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 To some degree, I think Bitcoin is a lot like that. Like there's really, there's really no, there's no compromise. Like it either becomes essentially global money or it doesn't. Um, So when exactly does that happen? Is it 2030? Is it 2040? Is it 2050? Is it 2100? I don't know. Um, But I think that that is the trajectory and you'll know if it fails because it's going to fail like horrifically like I I don't think it's I don't think this is going to be something where it's like, oh, well, most of the US is using Bitcoin for 20 years and that's just where it stagnates like I I, I, it's only got one direction that it can go um, well two directions up, up until it, asympt- <laughs> you know, asymptotically until it, you know, achieves basic, you know, winner take most type, uh, uh, deal on the, on the global money, or it just fails. Like, or you know, somebody attack, yeah. yeah, somebody is able to, um, engineer some sort of attack, whether it's a social attack or, or, you know, some sort of mining attack or, or whatever. Um, so 2050, I, I'll say this. I bet you'll know which direction it, you know by 2050. I, I think I think that that'll be clear. I, I think by 2050, if it's still around, you you know where well, there it's there. You going. go.
0: I guess yeah, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> there to stay. I guess yeah. At that point, yeah.
1: That's what I. That's what I would say. Fair enough. Okay. Right on, man. Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: So gumbo, you got anything else, man?
2: Just a couple well, more questions. If my questions were stupid or nothing, or not.
0: <laughs>
1: no, no, they're. they're, they're <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm just messing with you, man.
1: I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go on like the next uh, our next program and be like, man, these guys like just, dumb question. Don't, don't dumb.
0: talk to those idiots <laughs> over there. They're just And cool.
1: Until
2: you want to
0: come visit. Yeah.
1: Oh man, out in Hawaii. Yeah, come on out, yeah. dude. Do I'd it. love to, Do man.
0: It. I'd love to. Do it.
1: Uh, I haven't I I've always been meaning like, I grew up surfing, so I've always ma- been meaning to oh, to make it out that way. Um, but I haven't made it yet.
2: Well there you go, man. Boom, shakalaka, laka, baby. Come on. Come on, come on. Yeah, come on, yeah, come on out, man. Where,
1: where where are you guys at in Hawaii if you don't mind? Or do you we're, guys share that or we're on Oahu. Okay, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah.
0: All right, man. If that's uh that's it so there anything else, Gumbo, anything else you
1: got?
2: Uh, I think I'm tapped out. <laughs> okay i'm, I'm good my, to blew my gourd off there
1: car I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> well i'm glad i could come on and talk about it, it was a lot of fun uh coming out like i literally most bitcoiners like if you just give them a platform and just say go they'll just like talk for you know until until somebody cuts the mic eventually um so <laughs> it's it's always fun to come on and and talk to people and and uh and talk about bitcoin because i I love, I love i love podcasting i love bitcoin so you know it's pretty much oh. a no-brainer
0: and again i i, yes, I appreciate yeah. you coming out. i'm a little bit i'm a little bit jealous um the name of your show friends against government the way the way it breaks down to fat cast i i i am i am jealous <laughs> you know when when i was talking to gumbo about putting together a show like that or like ours i was like golly you got to listen to these guys because they're they're solid but they got the best name <laughs> yeah that's pretty good man <laughs> they got the best name so hey car you got anything you want to plug i mean
1: anything at all uh, no, I mean, just swing by our show friends against government podcast and, uh, follow me and bird on Twitter. I'm at car and uh bird is at bird All
0: right, man. Hey, thanks again for your time and, and, uh, appreciate all the information you put out and, and we'll see you on the uh, twitter.com dude.
1: Sounds good. We'll see you guys out on the hell site.
0: Thanks. Brother. I appreciate it. <laughs> right on buddy. Okay. Later, man. Bye. All right, man. Peace. Hey, everybody, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you like the content we're providing at Unshackled Liberty and would like to help us create more, please feel free to donate at anchor.fm slash Liberty, or at patreon.com slash Liberty, Or you can visit our website at unshackledliberty.com for event news and stuff you can buy to support this show and to advocate for freedom in our lifetime. Remember, freedom doesn't ask permission.